Now, most of you know I have a son who is about now one year, five months old. I'll tell you a little bit about Lemuel. At this age that he is in, he is at the age where he is very clingy, very attached to the parents, to myself, to the dad. He sees me, he runs after me. He sees his dad, he runs after his dad. And when I am seated, it doesn't matter to him whether I have visitors, whether I have people I am talking to, whether I am on my phone, whether I am watching news, whatever I am doing, he will still be there with me. Sometimes he is there at my feet, he is there trying to draw attention, trying to call on me. Sometimes I lift him up to my lap as I continue with my business. There are times I don't concentrate so much on him, but he makes sure that every once in a while, after a few minutes, he will, I will have his attention. He has learned the art of sitting at my feet, being clingy at my feet, being there seated. It doesn't matter what I, as long as I am seated, it doesn't matter what I am doing, who I am talking to, even when they are visiting, he doesn't care. He will come, play around my feet. Sometimes I'll have to lift him up. Sometimes I put him down, or he himself wishes to go down and do does whatever he does. Then a few minutes later, he comes back to where I am because he wants constant attention, divide, not, und, not undivided attention. There are times he will see that there, I'm not concentrating on him. And when that happens, he will have to make himself known. He will have to come. And he, sometimes he will come crying, and there are times he will come laughing, and there are times he will come silently, not saying anything, but as long as my hands are touching him, embracing him, cuddling him, he will be satisfied. Today, our message today is on sitting at the feet of Jesus. And I will read from the book of Luke, chapter 10, from verse 38 to 42. I'm reading from New King James Version. Now it happened. Are we there? Luke, chapter 10, verse 38. And now it happened as they went that he entered, that is Jesus, a certain village. And a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, who also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was distracted with much serving, and she approached him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Therefore, I tell, therefore tell her to help me. And Jesus answered and, answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things, but one thing is needed, and Mary has chosen that good part, which will not be taken away from her. This is a story of Jesus. And we are being told that he was entering into a certain village to do his business, probably to preach, probably to, to, to heal the sick, to raise the dead, to do his ministry, as it were, as his norm was. So he entered that village, which the Bible has not given us a name. But Martha and Mary used to live there. So Martha welcomed Jesus into her house. And the Bible continues to say that she had a sister called Mary. And the Bible says that Mary sat at the feet of Jesus. It is a norm that when you have a guest, 
you attend to them, isn't it? And probably you involve the people around the house to help you with hosting them, with taking cooking tea, making food, and making sure that your guest is comfortable. And here we have two sisters. We have Martha, who, it was not Mary who invited Jesus into the house. It was Martha. Are we together? And Jesus, at his feet, was seated Mary. Mary decided to wait on the Lord at Jesus' feet. And Martha decided, I am the host. I have invited this man into my house. I better take care of him. And it is not bad to take care of your visitors. It is not bad to host them, to make sure you're making delicious, a delicious meal, some nice tea to make them comfortable and to make them welcome again when they come into your house. But in this particular time, Jesus would look at Mary and at Martha and say that there is a good part that Mary has chosen. It is not bad to serve the Lord. Amen? It is good to usher. It is good to sing in the worship team. It is good to be in prayer team. It is good to teach the Sunday school. It is good to be active in outreach and evangelism. It is good to be found cleaning the church. It is good to serve the Lord. But it is a very, very unfortunate incident if you are the one serving the Lord and you miss out on His visitation and miss out on His blessing. And don't partake his presence. Why? The Bible says that Jesus told Martha, Martha, you are too careful, too troubled with so many things. Up ahead, it says that Martha was busy, was distracted with much serving. So she could not concentrate on what the Lord was saying. And that's what happens. Like now... In my home, I don't have a house help. And I'm finding myself, when visitors come, I have to either prepare, pre-prepare before they arrive. And those who come impromptu, I find that I am distracted because I keep going to the kitchen. I keep going, getting this, going uh, and having this brought so that my visitors can, can, be, can feel at home and can feel welcome. And I miss on that time to, you know, to connect with them. By the time I am seated... By the time I am, I am sharing with them the meal, they've already finished their meal. And I don't really connect with them. I don't really. You see now, he wants to come at my feet. And, and, and you, I miss out on the reason why the visitors had come. Or I just get a bit, because I was too busy serving them. I was too busy taking care of them. It is not bad. Of course, you wouldn't have visitors and not tend to them, yeah? But it is good to prepare before. What I mean is, serve the Lord before. Amen? Have time for service and have time to sit at His feet. Have time to sit at the Master's feet. That is the good part. It shall not be taken from you. Yes, we are. We, we, have, we have lived this year. We are just two days of, uh, to the new year. We have seen the Lord doing great things in our lives. We have promises that have been fulfilled. We have 
people who have gotten married as team was reminding us we have people who have been healed we have people who have been who have gotten new jobs we have people who have rose ranks in their places of work we have people who have changed jobs we have people who have started a new business and another we have people who God has given babies and they are blessings upon blessings that the Lord has done we still have people who have who have not had their promises fulfilled we still have people who are telling God, you promised this. I thought you will do this for me. But ladies and gentlemen, this morning, the Lord is telling us to sit at his feet. He is not late. Even those two days remaining, he can do something about it. He is not late. Sit at his feet. Why are you caring about so many things? Martha, when Jesus says here that Martha is worried and troubled about many things, it, it, in other words, it meant that above service, being careful with serving, there were other things that were troubling mother. There were other things that were occupying her mind. There were other things that were distracting her. And she missed out on the presence of the Lord, on taking in what the Lord had come to bring into that house. Woe unto us if you would welcome the Lord into your own home and miss out on his blessings. It is so unfortunate. I pray that any time I come to church, any time I am involved in ministry, any time I go to prayer, I will not be distracted by my own thoughts. I will not be distracted by what God has not done. I will not be distracted by what God has done. Because also the blessings can distract you. Right? There are things, promises. God can, do, can give you a baby and that baby distracts you. God can give you a job and that job takes you away from the presence of the Lord. You got it in the presence of the Lord. But once you got it, you left the presence of the Lord. Woe unto us. We need to learn to sit at the presence of the Lord. Be cling there. Just there. Be, 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 be a nagging child. Just stay there at the presence of the Lord. Make sure whatever he is doing, he is also, he is also aware that you are there. As he is talking to others, let him know that you are there. As he is busy blessing others, let him know that you are there. As he is giving attention to others, also demand attention from him. Learn to sit at the feet of Jesus, even as you go to 2019. And I believe that is the word that God is telling me. I need to sit at the feet of Jesus, even in 2019. Because it is there we get to, as long as I am there. As long as I am seated around where he is, he says that is the good part. I will remain connected. Even when I go about, after a few minutes, I come back again, I will still remain connected. Sit at the feet of Jesus. In John chapter 14, let's read John chapter 14, verse 1 to 3. And see some of these things that Martha was caring about. Let not your heart be troubled. Can we read from the Amplified Version? Do not let your heart be troubled, distressed, agitated. You believe, you believe in and adhere to and trust in and rely on God. Believe in and adhere to and trust in and rely also in me. Verse 2. In my father's house, there are many dwelling places, many homes. And if we are, it were not so, I would have told you, for I am going away to prepare a place for you, verse 3. And when, 
if or if I go and make ready a place for you, I will come back again and I will take you to myself. That where I am, you may also be. Many times when we read this scripture, we think about heaven. Yeah? Do not let your heart be troubled. Because in my father's house in heaven, there are many mansions. And we start imagining my mansion, how it shall be. You know how beautiful it shall be. The Lord has gone ahead to prepare man. Of course he has. But when I was reading this scripture, it occurred to me that the Lord is talking about dwelling places. That's why I asked for the amplified version. It talks about there are many dwelling places. There are many jobs. There are many wives. There are many husbands. There are many businesses. There are many babies. There are many promises. There are healings. There are gifts in my father's house. Where the Lord is. It is there are many dwelling places for you. And the Lord, as I was reading this scripture, I started even, you know, focusing on the future in 2019. And the Lord says, I go ahead to prepare a place for you. The Lord is going ahead of us in 2019. He's preparing your dwelling place for you. He's preparing your job for you. He's preparing your promotion. He's preparing your healing. He's preparing whatever it is, the promise that you are clinging on to. The Lord is going ahead of you, of us. He's preparing your tailor-made place, dwelling place for you. And he says, if it were not so, I would not have told you. Why do we miss it? Why do we miss it? The Lord has said, if it was not so, I would have told you. But now he is saying, then it is so. These are the things that were distracting Martha. He was, she was being distracted by thinking about, oh, I need this. Oh, Mary should come and help me. Why has she neglected me? Why has she left me? She should be cleaning the utensils as I'm making the tea. You know, she should be making the stew as I'm making the ugali. And, and she, she's also thinking, what if Jesus is staying only for one hour? And she's also thinking, what will happen about my tomorrow? She's also worried about her job. She's also worried about her future. She's so distracted distracted with so many things Jesus would look to her and, and, and into her heart and see not only is she distracted with serving me she's distracted with many worries anxieties there are things that are distracting her there are things that are, 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 are overwhelming her mind and she's not able to concentrate yet I am the giver of life yes I am the one who fulfills these dreams. Yet, I am the solution to her worries. Yet, I am the one who heals her. Yet, I am the one who gives her whatever that she needs. She only needs to come and sit at my feet where Mary has chosen. Because that is the good part that will not be taken away from her. That is the good part. In my father's house, there are many dwelling places. And the Lord would say, if it were not so, I would tell you. And he says he goes ahead and he will come back and take us. The Lord will not take you where he has not been. The Lord will not take you where he has not prepared for you. The Lord will not take you where he has made sure everything is ready. And like us who sometimes we, 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 are, we are caught and away as by visitors. You know, have you heard those visitors who don't say they are coming and then someone knocks on the door and you find... There is someone, then the pillows and the cushions like me with children are lying all over and you, you now start getting worried, where do I begin? Where do they step in as they get into the house? You know, 
the Lord says he goes ahead to prepare a place. He is our host. He is our host. And that's why he wants us to sit at his feet and learn. Because it is him that is feeding us. It is him that is taking care of our needs. He looks into our hearts. He knows what you are in need of. He knows what is pressing you down. He says that today has enough problems. Don't think about tomorrow. Don't worry about your future. Don't worry about 2019. We still have two days. In fact, I saw someone who has posted on, on, in his status this morning. Is it this morning or last night? That so many people have already crossed over into 2019. They have waved 2018 bye-bye. So many people are talking about, oh, bye-bye 2018. Oh, bye-bye 2018. We still have two days. And God can still do something in those two days. And he was making a joke in that status and he was saying, at least the jammy me ondoka. So, Lord, please bless me. People have already crossed over to 2019. I still, you know, just bless me. They still, uh, we are now few who are still in 2018. I don't know whether you are there and you are saying, God, eh, so and so was blessed this year. Please, there is still time for you to bless me this year. I still have, I still have a chance to be blessed this year. I still have a chance. Someone yesterday was desiring to Ngong Hills Mountain and pray. And they were saying, I wish I also go to, for prayers this year before the, the year ends. Because they were desiring to go and pray before the year ends. There is still time for the Lord to do what he has desired to do in your life. There is still time. He is not late. There is still today. The Bible says a day is like a thousand years. And a thousand years is like a day before the Lord. If you believe it, then the Lord will do it. If it were not so, he would have told you. There might have been setbacks. There might have been detours this year. There might have been pit stops that you have faced. And things that did not work out for you. But remember this. That God has a purpose. And what he has promised, he will surely. I have so much faith. That the Lord is able to still do it. If you are believing God for a house, He's able to give you a house this year. If you are believing God for a baby, He's able to give you a baby. Huh? The amens have gone... Because you are like nine months, how can God give me a baby? He's able to give you a baby. Because once that baby he puts it in the womb, then that is a baby. The baby is not born at nine months. The baby is given when it is conceived. That is a baby. Amen? The Lord is still able to do it. Even that job. You may be saying, but people are on holiday. Who will call me for a job? Tomorrow is a working day. God can give you that job. I have faith that whatever it is that you have believed in God, He can do it. He is not late. At one time, Martha, when Lazarus died, he thought and he, 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 he was... He was like rebuking Jesus. Jesus, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. If only you had. He was your friend. How could you? We even sent for you to come and take care of our brother. To come and see him when he was sick. Why did you take so long? And Jesus was not late. Even four days after the death. Even after he was buried. Jesus still came and performed. What has died in your life? And you never expected that to happen. God is able to resurrect it before we get to 2019. Because he is a good God. And what he has promised, he will do it. 
The Bible says every good, in James 1.17, every good and perfect gift comes from God. When God gives gifts, he not only gives gifts, he gives good gifts. When he gives you that child, he will be a good child. When he gives you that job, it shall be a permanent job. When he gives you healing, it shall be permanent healing. When he gives you promotion, you will not be demoted. Because every good, and not just good, and perfect gift comes from God. Who There is no setting, there is no rising. There is no shadow of turning. There is no partiality. He can do it for, 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 for grace. He can do it for Esther. He can do, if he can do it for John, then he can do it for Peter. If he can do it for Martha, he can do it for Elizabeth. He can do it for you, regardless of your status, regardless of your background, regardless of where you're coming from. He is a good, good father, and he can do it for you. He knows just what you need before you say a word. Imagine that. Before you say it, he knows what you need. He is aware of your pain. He is aware of your need. He is aware of what you are going through. He is now out of the picture. He does not need a council of elders to come and advise him. He knows just what to do, just how to go about it, how to provide the solution. Sometimes he tarries for our own good. Sometimes God's delay is his own mercy towards us. And we need just to sit at his feet, cling at his feet. When he gives you that that you need. You know, I realize that when I have my son clinging to me and just being there, there are times even when I am talking to others, I will still lift him up. I will still pay attention to him. Even as I am talking to others, even as I am doing something else, I can multitask. I will still have time with my son. And that is what God wants with us. As we sit at his feet, there are times that we will be nagging, there are times that we will be crying, there are times that we will be at pain, but the Lord is still in the He is aware, He is aware, and He will lift you up, He will nurse you, He will take care of you, He will cuddle you, He will love on you, and there are times He will not pay so much attention, but as long as you sit at His feet, He knows what is going on, He will look down and see whether there is a bruise, in your head, whether you have fallen, he will look down and see whether you are okay, whether you have been taken care of, whether you are comfortable. He will still be alert. You may think that he's not paying too much attention, but he is still alert because you are there at his feet. The other children may be there doing their own things. And you may be, I find myself not, not much, you know, not much uh, 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 paying attention to what they are doing or what they are saying. But this one, who is here where I am, there are sometimes they pull my skirt down. They pull my, my, you know, whatever I am even Sometimes if I'm putting too much concentration on the phone, they can even grab it. Because they are desperate for my attention. Let us be desperate for God's attention. And that is what God is asking from us. Even as we cross over to 2019, let us be desperate for God's attention. It is when you are there at his feet. Do you know, when he is feeding when I am feeding, when I am having a meal and I'm eating, it doesn't matter whether my son had fed, I will still give him something. 
he can refuse or he can take it depending on how 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 hungry he is or how you know whether he wants it or not it could be giving someone else could be serving someone else but in the process because my son is there and he's clinging i also drop it to him when you sit at the master's feet you can even take someone's blessings when he is blessing another one even before it reaches that one because you are too clingy he will first drop it where you are at his feet at his feet you may have witnessed God's provision this year and protection you may have seen promises being fulfilled in your life and being performed here yeah? but no let not that distract you from you know from, from, from expecting more from him in the coming year when your dreams seem like they won't come to pass trust god believe in his word believe in his promises you must learn to trust him no matter the circumstance doesn't matter the distraction it doesn't matter the negativity around it doesn't matter what people are saying when the lord when you believe what god is saying when you believe what god has said and promised uh, 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 to you you will hold on you will keep believing you will keep walking you will keep focusing on him nothing would detour you nothing would deter you nothing would take you from the purposes, from the way that the Lord has set for you. And He will come through for you. Sometimes it may delay, but He will indeed come through for you in a timely manner. It's only us who think that God has delayed, but He never delays because He's not constrained by time. He's not constrained by seconds or minutes. He is a God who can do what you would have done in 10 years. He can do it in a day. What you would have done in January, He can do it on December 30th. He can do it on December 31st. I don't know whether there are promises that you feel that, God, I really needed you to do this for me this year. And you can stand up and say, God, if only you can do it. I know that you can do it. The Lord is putting us at a test this morning. And he's saying, only believe. Only believe. Do you believe that he can do it? Do you believe that his power supersedes all powers? Do you believe that he is able? That he is more than able? That he will accomplish what concerns you. That he will do what concerns you. That every promise he has promised, he will fulfill it. When situations cause you to feel defeated, hold on to your faith in God's promised word. And trust that his word will come to pass in your life. It will not. The Bible says every word from the mouth of the Lord. Just as the rain comes from the heavens. So every word that comes from the Lord, it shall not return to him void. It must accomplish the purpose for which it was sent. If there is a word God gave you at the beginning of the year, and you feel that it has not been fulfilled, every word that God has promised, it must be accomplished. It will not return to him void. If God has, whatever God has promised in your life, if you know and you are sure that it was a promise from God, it was the word of God himself, and you are saying, God, we are only two days or one and a half days to the new year, 
I still, you promised this, you can still believe that God can do it. Because he has said, it will not return to him void. It must accomplish the purpose for which it was released, for which it was sent. If it was sent to heal you, it is going to heal you. And it must heal you. If it was sent to save your family members, then it must save them. I have a brother that I've been praying for, that the Lord will save, the Lord will, you know, will deliver from alcohol. And I believe even as I stand on this altar, that it is not late, and the Lord can do it today, and He can do it tomorrow. And next year I will stand here and testify that the Lord in 2018 saved my brother. Because He is a God who promises and delivers. He is a God who says it and does it. He does not go against His word. What He promises, He accomplishes. Even two days is enough to do it and settle all the scores. The Bible says that the earnest expectation, Romans chapter 8 verse 18, the earnest expectation of the creation eagerly eagerly waits for the revealing of the sons of God. Romans 8, 19, verse 19. For even the whole creation, all nature, waits expectantly and longs earnestly for God's sons to be made known. It waits for the revealing and the disclosing of their sonship. The world waits. It's earnestly waiting. It's eagerly waiting. It is ripe. It is waiting for you to spring up. It is waiting for you to show forth. The world is waiting for you to manifest. When you sit at the feet of Jesus, He lifts you up and you are able to stand before men. You cannot sit at the feet of Jesus and men fail to recognize you. Even that visitor who had come to visit you and you were hosting will know that there is a child in that home. Even if you had hidden that child in the bedroom, at some point they will cry and they will be let out and they will come and sit at your feet. That is the revealing. The creation, all nature is waiting. The whole of Kenya is waiting to see your manifestation. This nation is looking for a solution. The world is looking for a solution. Are you there? Why are we hiding? Why are we not being seen? Why are we not being discovered? 2019 is our year of being discovered. It is our year of being seen. It is our year of us being manifested, being seen. Because you have to be seen. If you are a child of God, then you have to be seen. What is that darkness that is camouflaging you? You cannot be seen. You can, people cannot pick you out from, from, from a multitude. What is that that is making you so common? God is calling us out of being common. Out of common, you know, that, that being, being common with others. He wants you to be uncommon. He wants you to be manifested, to be revealed. Creation, all nature. The sun is waiting for your manifestation. The moon, the stars are waiting. The birds, the animals in the wild, the people are waiting for the manifestation. We are crying that our country is in debt. It is waiting for you and me to rise up. There are people who God is calling even in politics, Christians that will stand and not be corrupted when once they get into those offices. The world is waiting for your manifestation, but it shall not happen if you don't learn to sit at his feet. You must learn to sit at his feet. You know why people get corrupted once they go into those, those big seats? Because they got it 
but they did not seek, they did not maintain, they did not continue sitting at the feet of Jesus. Because they got what they wanted, now they ran away from the presence of God. I pray that that will not be portion of the members of Deliverance Church Gong Road. In the name of Jesus, it shall not be my portion. When the Lord blesses me, I will still come and serve in the worship team. I will still come and serve in the ministry that God has called me. When I, we saw that clip that the media team played last, the last time. You can still be having your own car, a good ride and come and clean the house of the Lord. You can still be spinning all types of wheels and still find time to come and socialize with the people who are not of your status because you have learned to sit at the feet of Jesus. You know that is where everything comes. So when power comes, when recognition comes, when wealth comes, it shall not corrupt you because you know you get it at the feet of Jesus. And when you rise before men, you always go back at the feet of Jesus. Even when they applaud you, even when they call you good names, even when they give you security guards and salute you, you will still come and kneel at the feet of Jesus because that is where you are fed spiritually. That is where you get bread. That is where you get to know the heart of Jesus. That is where you get to understand the mind of Christ. That is where you get your wisdom. That is where you get your understanding. That is where you get whatever it is that you need. Stay at the feet of Jesus. Stay at the feet of Jesus. It is not too late. It is not too late. If you have compromised, if you have found yourself, you know, wandering, sometimes you wander away, it is still not too late. There is still time for restoration. The Lord can restore you. There are many dwelling places, even at his feet. There is enough room for everyone at his feet. And he does not condemn. He does not condemn. He will take you as you are. And if you are not born again, he is also inviting you at his feet. You give your life to Jesus because that is the beginning point. That is where it all starts. And then you stay at his feet. You connect at his feet. When you are far from him, you will not be able to get him. You will not be able to tell his heartbeat. There is a difference between a worshiper and those people who praise from far. Anything can praise. Anyone can praise. They do that. They praise. But when it comes to worshipping, when it comes to being close and intimate with God, it is at His feet. You can tell when His heartbeat is pumping really hard. And you can tell when it is cool and relaxed at His feet. Even when He has not said anything, you can just look at His, at his facial expression and tell what He is saying. That is the kind of intimacy God is calling us into. Where he doesn't need to say anything. He just looks at you and you get the communication. And you know what he is saying. And you know what he is doing. And you can join him in what he is doing. That is the level God wants us to take. As God wants to take us as a congregation. Even in the next year. But we still have some two days. Amen. Let us sit at his feet. Let us learn from him. Let us hear what is. Let us even hear he has his heartbeat concerning 2019. Amen. As we sit at his feet, at the master's feet, it's the good part that will not be taken away from you. Even Jesus cannot take. He cannot. He cannot shoo you away from his presence. 
he, even he himself he cannot. You bring yourself, but he cannot. He will always be there inviting you and enjoying your company and knowing that you are his daughter, you are his son. And that is what he loves most. As he extends his hands of blessing to others, those blessings are definitely going to fall on you. Or they will come on you first before they go to others. Amen? Amen. Let us bow down and pray. You may, take, may want to take a minute and, and pray for yourself. And just imagine and meditate on what the Lord has done for you this year. And the word that we have heard this morning on say, sitting at the feet of Jesus. You alone know yourself and how you have been. And what God is saying and speaking to you right now. Just connect with him. Connect with him. Father, I desire to sit at your feet. I desire to sit at your feet. I desire to be intimate with you, O oh God. Let me not be distracted by many things, by many worries and anxieties and struggles of this world. Let me not be distracted even by your blessings, the promises that you have fulfilled over my life. Let me not be distracted by the glory, O oh God, that you've poured upon my life. Let me not be distracted, O oh God, by my fears, Oh, my failures, let me not be distracted, oh God. I choose to sit at your feet this morning. Father, we choose to sit at your feet this morning. We choose to sit at your feet in the remaining days of 2018. We choose to sit at your feet in 2019 through to 2019, oh God. We choose to listen from you, oh God. We choose that path that will not be taken from us, oh God where we can connect with you, where we can hear you, where we can know your heartbeat, my Father, and where we can easily obey, my God, because then at your heartbeat, there at your heartbeat, we will receive instructions. There at your heartbeat, we will not miss out, oh God, on the instructions that you release for us, even for 2019, oh God. There at your, at your feet, my Father. There at your feet, Lord. We will hear we will know, oh God. We will hear your voice telling us the way to walk in. We will hear, oh God, you giving us direction and guidance on the way to walk in. I pray that this morning, Lord God, every man, every woman, every child in the house of the Lord today, that we will connect with you, my Father, and we will desire to draw near to you, oh God. And as we draw near, Lord, as your word says, you will draw near to us, my Father. And that, oh God, as we desire to sit at your feet, Lord, we shall find a place for every one of us, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that you will connect us, my Father, and you will, you will, you, you will help us, Lord, to remain focused in you, in the name of Jesus. We rebuke every distractor in the name of Jesus. And we pray, O oh God, that your light will shine in our path, my Father, that we will remain connected to you. We bless you and we honor you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless you. Hallelujah. What a great sermon, best sermon to close the year, and we thank God for that. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Lucy, for reminding us 
that indeed there are many things we can be worried about and we can be concerned about. But there is only one thing that is needed. And Mary was wise enough. She chose that and it could not be taken away from her. Praise the Lord. Many times we are like mother. We want to draw Jesus' attention by who we are, what we have, and what we can give. Because that's mother's uh, way of drawing Jesus' attention. Going to the kitchen to make him a cup of tea or some snacks. Good meal. And then when you present it to him, you say, wow. But that's not what he's looking for. And mother knew. No, Mary knew. That what she needed, it's him. And she didn't have anything to give him to attract him. It is him who had everything. Many times we fail to recognize that the one who has called us is not looking for things from us. Even worship that we give him and the offerings that we give him. Really, not that they are not important, but they are not the one thing that is needful. It is important that we find out what is this one thing that is needful that you make a difference in my life as it made with Mary. Praise God. May the Lord bless you. Thank you, Lucy, for allowing the Lord to use you to speak to us. We need to come to, we need to close this service so that we can prepare for the second service. But before we do that, maybe you are here and you do not know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You are probably like mother who thinks that to impress him is to come to church, to sing, and to give an offering. And you feel like that's all that he's looking for. And he's saying, no. Those are about the many things he's saying that we are careful and worried about. But there is only one thing that is needed. Do you know him? Are you, can you sit at his feet? Are you like Lemuel? Yeah. Who will draw the mother's attention? All that he needs is not food. He is full. He is satisfied. He has been fed. But he wants her attention. And I like it when she said, when he comes, whether he is full or not, if she is eating or serving someone, she will always remember to drop something to her son. Amen. That's what the Lord is saying. As long as you are there next to him, even if the blessings were meant for Joshua, and you are there clinging, he cannot just throw it to Joshua and forget that, oh, Tim is just clinging. So the one who is clinging gets more. Amen? Let me not overemphasize. It's already done. But... Do you know Jesus as your Lord and Savior? I'd like to give you this opportunity. If you are not born again, please, you cannot close the ear without knowing him.
You need him. Is there anyone saying pastor ni mimi? Kuna mtu bado hajaokoka na ako hapa. You are not born again. You are here with us. We want to give you an opportunity. Or you are backslider and you're saying Lord, I would like to come back. It's an opportunity to also come back. All right, looks like we are all good to go. I hope so. Father in heaven, we are so grateful once again that you have spoken to us this morning, reminding us that there are many things in this world that we pursue, but there is only one thing that is needed, and that is sitting at your feet. Lord, I pray, even as we come to the end of the year, that our desire, even as we close over to the next year, is to always be at your feet. May you be our priority, our desire. May you be our objectives. May you become our goal number one in 2019 and in the years to come. Lord, we are grateful. And as we said, we cannot thank you enough. But from the deepest part of our hearts, we want you to know that we are very grateful that you've been with us throughout the year. We cannot thank you for everything. But thank you for this one thing, that you've opened our eyes to know you, that you are Christ, the Son of the living God, and there is no one else like you. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.